This is Coach Jimmy G. Jr. from the Legacy in Leadership podcast. It's important to include strong personality types within your inner circle, but only if those strengths are positive ones. In this episode, Devon and I are going to go over just a few negative personality traits that you'd rather avoid having close to you in any way possible. So stay tuned. Right about now, you are listening to the Legacy in Leadership podcast, a show where we discuss living as a leader worth following leading others to do the same, and in doing so, leaving a legacy for future generations. My name is Jimmy Gonzalez Jr., a learning and development professional and leadership coach, sitting down with my co-host, Anthony Devon Watts Jr., an expert contact center leader that has effectively led and developed dynamic teams with high motivation. Together, we have over 30 years experience in the corporate game. Join us as we discuss our growth as leaders, share the lessons we've learned, and interview others to see how their leadership style was shaped as they were mentored by adversity. <laughs> Welcome back, Legacy Leaders, uh, to the Legacy and Leadership Podcast presented to you by the Legacy Leadership Learning Group. Remember, as you just heard in the intro, this is a show where we teach you really what it takes to live as a leader worth following, how to develop your team and others to do the same, and in doing so, leave a legacy for generations to come. Uh, I am one of your co-hosts, Coach Jimmy G. Jr., along with my homeboy, Devon Watts. You. How you doing? How's it going, leaders? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. Uh, in good spirits. Um, for those that are wondering why there may have been a little bit of a hiatus in some of the, the episodes because we've been on a rigorous Wednesday schedule, uh, yes. your, your boy ended up finding his way to Boston, and I kind of threw us off. I ate my way through Boston, uh, and then I needed to recover after eating my way through Boston. But now I'm bike. We bike. We back. And, and we're stronger than ever. To, yeah, stronger than ever. Um, and excited, man. Excited to deliver this content and connect with a lot of our entrepreneurs out there. Um, especially on today's topic, I think it's just it's it's timely, it's appropriate, it's real. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, um, you know, really excited about what we have uh, slated for our next cold brew and convo segment. Um, where we do a Q1 review, right? So entrepreneurs, y'all should uh, be familiar with this. And if not, then you're going to hear our mouth about it in cold brews. So make sure you mm-hmm. listen so that we can uh, give you the tips on how to do this. But, um, you know, as you've laid out your game plan at the beginning of the year, right, you always got to come back every single quarter and reassess, like, how do we perform? Like, are we heading in the right direction? Is our game plan working, Right. Um, you know, them boys is back with some more sports analogies, right? I remember after every single quarter, coach pulling us to the side. All right, what worked from our game plan? What didn't? Mm-hmm. What we got to abandon? What are they doing differently than what we expected? And so you should be taking stock of that. And Jimmy and I are actually going to be taking stock of that for the Legacy Leadership Learning Group and the Legacy uh, and Leadership Podcast and sharing that with you all, um, you know, in our next cold brew and convo segment which we've been focusing on uh, in our, mainly in our Facebook community, but we're moving y'all. We're going to hashtag keep that same energy, but we are, <laughs> we are moving uh, not to clubhouse. Mm-mm. Shout out to clubhouse. I'm not on there. Uh, some of our listeners and viewers might be nothing wrong with that. Uh, but we know that we have a budding community uh, within YouTube and on Podbeam and just within the podcast community itself. Uh, so we will be going live on Podbeam for our next cold brew and convos and for the near future, continuing to, to roll like that. So um, speaking of which, if you are new uh, or a loyal listener, and please feel free to go ahead and rate and review this podcast. We would definitely, definitely appreciate that very much. And if you're watching us on YouTube, we'd love for you to like the video and subscribe to our channel. And then share with another leader, uh, another entree leader that you know can benefit from this information. I was laughing because, like, as I'm editing these the videos that I'm watching you, like, there's times where you're like pointing and doing all of these different things, <laughs> and it's not always on. And then I have to like try to find the right overlay and put it on the right time. And 
It's just, I just sit there laughing, I'm watching, editing the it's video. Over here. It's, it's funny. Over here. Exactly. I just point to random, <laughs> random locations on the screen and just uh, hope, hopefully y'all find it. It's not that hard. <laughs> For our listeners, you won't be able to obviously see that. Uh, if you want the visual, check us out on the YouTube channel, Legacy and Leadership Podcast. You will not be disappointed. Uh, but again, we thank you very much, gratefully, sincerely for for listening. Uh, and we've just been picking up so many new followers, again, specifically on, on Podbeam. Uh, shout out to Podbeam as well uh, for showing us some love. And we just want to give that love back. So in doing so, we're going to be talking specifically um, about a topic and, and your inner circle. Um, if you've been listening to our podcast, if you've gone back and listened to season one, especially episodes one, two, and three, you learn a little bit more insight uh, into Devon and myself and just our relationship. And we've been friends, uh, brothers in Christ for a long time now. And uh, definitely he is one of those individuals. Obviously, he's in my inner circle, uh, but that circle's small. Um, and we've been having some conversations recently uh, because of conversations and things that have transpired on the Joe Budden podcast. Um, which I listen to. I think you're more of a fan uh, than than I am. Not that I don't like it, but uh, I don't watch it as much as you do. Um, but it's been interesting to see those dynamics in how uh, him and his co-hosts, things that they're going through. If you want to learn more about it? I'm sure, you can find YouTube videos or some articles on it. Um, but it just got us to thinking about the topic of friendship and and business and, and how that mix and, and you know and what do you do? How do you make those decisions? And you know why. What do you look to to focus on and what do you value most when you're making that decision to go into business with a friend and a best friend? Because um, the friendship is more important than than anything else. Right. So you have to think about those things. And, you know, again, that has sparked many conversations between us over the last couple of weeks um, and also driving us, you know, because we know our vision and we know the things that we're trying to accomplish as individuals, as a team and for our families and the legacy that we're leaving behind. Uh, and that continues. That's our why. And that continues to drive us uh, forward to hopefully provide you guys with some just fire content uh, and advice and tips and, and strategies that are going to help you as an entree leader to, uh, again, to really live as a leader worth following so that you can then build a team, build a business, scale that uh, and really not just leave a legacy for yourself, but of course, for the loved ones that you have in your life and your community as well. So, um, so all of those things, you know, again, God is really thinking about your inner circle and in this particular episode, we're getting to that point. We want to focus on seven personality types that you should really be aware of that could possibly be within your inner circle. Um, that can be a hindrance to that, um, that could, you know, really, um, because of these different types of personalities can hinder your growth and your potential if you're allowing people with these type of personalities to really be close and again, be within that inner circle. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like you said, it just seemed timely given the conversations we've been having and the fact that we've been connecting a lot with, with uh, entrepreneurs out there, there's entre the, our entrepreneurs um, out there. And, you know, as, I, as I'm watching how folks are moving and a lot of folks, I'm super, super excited to see this. A lot of folks are taking that leap into um, ownership and trying to build something and, um, you know, building their business, you know, becoming content creators and building that out, all that stuff. And they're often doing it with friends, right? With friends. I even think about like ourselves aside, um, the misses, you know, they've launched a company mm -hmm. I've mentioned before and, you know, uh, and Blaze and Co., um, going strong, um, going strong, really, really proud of uh, what she's been able to build with her friend Alyssa. But again, these are childhood friends, right, that have said, hey, we're going to jump into this business world together, right? We're going to build something together. Um, and it's n it's natural to understand why you would want to, because there's a certain level of familiarity, a certain level of, of comfort, of mm -hmm. um, desire to want to see your team and people that you truly care for win, right? But there's also additional complexities, challenges and things to navigate and to think about as you make those decisions, because, um, you know, uh, every relationship, every relationship has its own unique dynamic and the, the dynamic of your relationship may be best served as solely a friendship. Right. And not necessarily also a partnership. Um, and maybe some relationships are um, built for friendship, the balance of friendship and partnership. And so mm -hmm. um, I think one of the most important decisions that 
um, you can make as an entrepreneur is the decision around who is on that journey for you when you're building your team. And it starts here with first being able to discern these different personality types that may exist within your inner circle that you would you know, likely look to first to try and build out something. Um, and so, um, yeah, I'm excited to be able to break this down and then continue this theme over these next couple of uh, episodes as we really talk to our entrepreneurs, our budding entrepreneurs, our entre leaders out there and um, help you refine your decision-making skill in this area specifically. Yeah, for sure. So it's, it's important uh, for our listeners and our, our viewers out there to include strong personality types within your inner circle but making sure that those strengths are positive ones, right? Negativity, as I said earlier, it can really ruin your inner circle uh, and, and render, you know, what should be support and help it could really re render that useless um, to you and especially to your growth. Um, so again, we're gonna really just jump into a few different negative personality traits uh, that you really should be looking to avoid uh, and, and making sure that you're doing your best to stay away from um, and, and how you know you can you can recognize those things along the way. Um, so we're going to jump into the first one. Um, and as entrepreneurs, even for as an individual, uh, we're never necessarily short on ego uh, and especially people who uh, want to excel and, and you know succeed in life and stuff like that. So again, it's not a bad thing, but there's always that double-edged short, right? So the ego, this is th this type of person with an ego, they just love to spout their information and their point of view, right? But it's not really with the goal of trying to help people. Like they just want to talk because they love hearing their voice uh, and they want to make sure that people, other people hear their voice and hear their opinions, even if you didn't even really ask their opinion. Um, again, they just love to hear themselves talk and, and they really have unique ideas but a lot of it is just kind of unfounded, uh, not necessarily facts or data behind it. Uh, you know, they just like to yell. I, th I think about um, close friends in high school and, and like we would get into conversations and then arguments about sports and stuff like that. And then it's just like, like the loudest person kind of wins. And it's just like, you know what? I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal know. with, you know. <laughs> I, know you, I know you've seen Brandon, the meme going around with Brandon Marshall recently. No. All right, so because uh, it, it just ties into your point like perfectly, right? So uh, basically, you know that they have uh, that podcast where some of the former football players, Brandon Marshall, uh, Ocho Cinco, um, yes, Brandon, yes, I think it's Brandon Spikes, um, but they get together and, and they talk through different sports concepts. They're inter uh, they're interviewing folks for their podcast. Well, they started getting the subject of contracts and the disparity of contracts between NBA and the NFL, okay. and uh, Brandon Marshall was passionate that. Uh, his understanding is that NBA contracts are not fully guaranteed, which is not true. They are fully guaranteed. But, like, his response to it when they were ch challenging him on that, like, man, that's not the case. Like, they are fully He's like, bro, like, I, you, matter of fact, it's going to be the picture. I'm going to use his face as the picture for this episode cover. <laughs> because it's just, like, him yelling, like, it is, like, veins popping out, like, just the loudest person in the room. And so they went viral and people took that image of him yelling unnecessarily. And then one of the NBA players actually responded to it like, you're you're completely wrong, bro, because <laughs> the, the contracts are 100 percent guaranteed. Right. So back to your point, that person that's rooted in like ego just wants to be the loudest person in the room. Maybe the their their opinion is not even rooted in facts. They're passing on secondhand information that they've heard and they didn't even fully understand or digest. Mm -hmm. They just want to be in the mix to be in the mix, right? Um, it actually makes me think about because uh, again, going back to you know meme culture and stuff like that, like you know when news of the stimulus started coming, you know coming around, and all of these folks that were talking about, see now what y'all need to do is you need to take that six hundred started LLC. Individuals who are not tax professionals, individuals who have not even taken like, like started one business in in, in their mind, they haven't even visited legal oh. legalzoom.com, right? Yeah. But they want to sit here and preach to you around like how you really should be doing it. And so, my our advice for entrepreneurs is to be wary of individuals like that that have ne that have never tried to build something themselves, have never put their own skin in the game, have never done their own diligence. They've never even shown a desire to educate themselves in some of these areas yet they 
expound ideas as if they have expertise in this area right mm-hmm. um so if you're you know you're talking about hey i want to build a you know, I want to build a uh, online retail business, an e-commerce business. I want to build a cleaning business. I want to build um, right a consulting business. And they come in having never done any of those things. So now, well, what you really need to do, because over, you know, they say less than half of the businesses are actually successful. And so really you should take that, bruh, you, you're just trying to be in the conversation to be in the conversation, right? So you got to guard yourself uh, from that. So, uh, yeah, man, the, the the personality type that is the ego is definitely one of the more dangerous ones to have in your inner circle if they exist. You just got to you know, have a keen eye for it. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the next one, I'll, I'll let you jump on this one, um, which could, it, to a certain extent, could be a positive. We mentioned in, in our last conversation uh, our love language is words of affirmation, right? So we, we enjoy when people are telling us good things. Uh, mm-hmm. And again, showing words of aff- or expressing words of affirmation. So the second personality type, though, is like the fanboy or fangirl. So talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, so um, the fanboy or fangirl, it can be um, comforting in moments, right? To kind of get that affirmation or that validation or that, you know, um, to have your own cheerleading squad, but these folks very rarely do they offer true value mm. to you as a leader or an entrepreneur if you're really trying to get better, right? If you're really trying to get better, because one of the things that's always rung true with me, one of the things that I see as a consistent theme across every single meaningful relationship that I have that's in my inner circle is accountability exists, mm. right? And for the fam girl, the fanboy, there is no accountability because you can do no wrong. So to this exactly. person, you are perfect, right? You never make mistakes. You've never made a bad decision as an entrepreneur or business owner. Every idea you have is brilliant, no matter what it is. And you have to taper that with the fact that or temper that with the fact that we all know as leaders that we aren't perfect. Actually, you know, that's one of the strengths of leaders and when you can acknowledge openly and come to grips with and identify areas that are opportunities for you so that you can focus on ways to improve or build a team that can help you improve. And unbeknownst to a lot of us, that fanboy or fangirl may actually have some ulterior motives. Mm -hmm. What we mean by that is um, they may just want to be close to success or what they feel success is, right? They may may just want to be in the mix. They may uh, be supporting you in you know in hopes of playing the long game to say well look if if I'm here long enough and I keep supporting them and they end up popping and they win right that they, they're gonna bring me along too I'm winning too yeah I'm winning too right so I don't have to do work I just got to be in the cheerleading section though remember I was one of the first people that was always here right and again you just have to you have to really this is where as a, a leader you have to really be honest with yourself is you know if it sounds too good to be true the things they're saying the nature of the relationship um like then it usually is and that doesn't just apply to business opportunities but that applies to people too right mm-hmm. that applies to people too and so um you really have to keep a discerning eye out for that um and uh you know make sure that you're not surrounding yourself with people that are just going to continue to cheer you on even when you know uh maybe your idea is not perfect or you're or you're in the wrong cuz again as as entrepreneurs, entre leaders, as leaders, we know it is actually in our mistakes that most of our growth occurs. And so if you're walking around thinking that you're perfect, I'm, I guarantee you that you are, you are a terrible leader. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? You are missing the mark as a leader if uh, you think that you can do no wrong. Yeah. And, and if you also have to take a look at yourself, if you're the type of person that you truly enjoy that and like you you want nothing but people who always are telling you that you're doing a great job and kind of yes men or yes women um that's not it's just not a good place to be and you need folks that are going to tell you nah um you know the whole thing about the the emperor's robe right like no like you're naked right now like it's not Mm. good you have Mm. some things you need to work on um so think about that again when you think about those type of personalities so again, seven personality types that you should be very mindful of and staying away from uh, when you're talking about who should truly be in your inner circle. So we just broke down to number three. And we definitely, especially growing up in, in call center environment, <laughs> you see a lot of this, just gossip. And the gossiper, the person who like, they always seem to know what's going on with everybody. They have the dirt on everybody. 
<clears throat> not only do they have it, but they love to talk about it and they love to share it and they want to make sure that you know what they know. Um, don't be fooled. If they're talking about other people, they're talking about you too. Mm -hmm. And they may be acting like they're coming to you with some secret information and, and even trying to make it seem like it's to your benefit for you to know these things. Uh, but those little whispers in the ear, again, if they're doing it to other people, best believe they are doing it to you as well. So just like, don't make that mistake. Um, you know, indulging in gossip, uh, which is really their favorite pastime. Don't make that your favorite pastime. Stay away from that. <clears throat> And just be real with people like that's, you know, I don't want to hear that. If if, if you have information and, and that is is something that you want to talk about, that's not the type of thing that I want to hear. So let's talk about something else, change the subject, or you can find someplace else to go have that conversation. Um, but again, just don't make that mistake of, of falling into that whole trap of, of gossip because um, nobody really wants to, to, to hear about that and be around people that that's where they're coming from. Um, <clears throat> even, you know, again, the podcast that kind of generated some of these conversations with us, <clears throat> excuse me. You know, I also watch, uh, Nikki and Moose, you know, they have their own podcast as well. And they had an episode about Joe Budden and Maul and, and that whole situation. And, but like it, she was very blunt and saying like, I'm not doing this to gossip, but like, it's a very interesting topic. And I want us to be able to really talk about it and learn from it, especially because her and Moose are in that same situation. Like they're very good friends and, it's it really is a, a very thought provoking conversation for individuals who are, are are close friends, best friends, and you know have have literally you know gotten into business and started a business together. Um, but again, nobody likes to gossip, so just stay away from those individuals and um, make sure that you don't find yourself the topic of conversations. Absolutely, well. absolutely. I was always told. I mean, you know, when it comes to gossips, because you're not going to be able to avoid these individuals and the spaces you occupy, but it doesn't mean they have to be a part of your inner circle. So I was always told you got to feed them with a long spoon and you can't feed, you can't feed somebody in your inner circle with a long spoon. Right. Right. Um, so, um, definitely, 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 well said. Definitely, yeah, definitely. You got to avoid them. All right. So <clears throat> we've already talked about the gossip. So the next personality type that you have to be aware of potentially in your inner circle, right. is the narcissist. Right. So what do we mean? what do we mean by the narcissist and how does this differ from the ego? Well, the narcissist is solely focused on how others can benefit them. That's it. This is a one sided relationship. Right. I'm trying to get as much as I possibly can. I expect you to show up for me. Right. I need you to help me out. I need your insights, but I'm not going to show up for you. I'm not there to support. <laughs> I lack consistency or empathy and concern about what's, what you're dealing with. And so what you'll notice with these personality types is that they, they will work to manipulate you in order to get what they want out of their mm -hmm. relationship. And when they don't get what they want out of their relationship, they turn around and they blame you. They blame you uh, and try to paint you as the individual that fell short or violated some type of trust, even though their actions uh, make it clear as day whose interests they're really looking out for, right? They'll create only feelings of inadequacy if um, they don't get what they want and guilt within you. And so these are individuals that you have to look out for ASAP. Like the only time that they are interested in, you know, being in the cheering section and supporting you is if they can benefit from it somehow or it helps feed what they're working towards. And if they get nothing out of it, they will very quickly make you feel like it was um, your fault, one of the worst decisions you ever made and how horrible of a friend you are. And so those type of manipulative individuals, again, no good can come from having that on the team either. Yeah, you just said it twice, you know, manipulate. They're manipulators. Uh, and I haven't met one person like when you really look at the definition and break that down, like, no, this person is a true narcissist. That was not just a liar. Because, uh, again, it's all about them. And if they have to do things and say things to to prop themselves up or to get whatever it is that they want, um, they will definitely do that. So, yeah, just make sure that you get rid of that individual as quickly as possible because it will definitely not serve you, your business, uh, your passions, your dreams, and the community and the people that you're trying to serve. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's sad, too, man, because, like, I'm just thinking about personal experiences and, like, you see it, like, when 
you know, people come around like like clockwork, um, right? Um, it's like, man, you were ghost for a minute. Like even simple stuff, you, you know what I mean? Like um, you you guys may follow each other on social media or something like that, and very rarely do they interact with. And again, this is not the measure of friendships, but I'm giving an mm-hmm. example here. But very rarely do they uh, interact with like your posts or your stories or something like that. But you can set your clock to it that every single time they react to a story. A, qu- a question of, hey, can you help me out is coming right after. Like, I have several individuals that I've had interactions with that I've just been like, eh, okay, I, I see what time you're on. Or, um, again, unfortunately, I found, you know, I even found myself in a position where, uh, you know, I had a, uh, a, you know, a friend at the time that was in need and, you know, I, you know, I loaned them um, some money. And, again, a general rule of mine is that, you know, I don't loan out uh, money that I'm, one, not in a position to, never recover, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm never taking money out of my own family's mouth. And then two, I don't feel confident and clear um, about my expectations and uh, being able to to get back. <clears throat> and so I found myself in this position where, you know, they were dealing with XYZ, really needed um, to get their vehicle fixed in order for the, f- the family to be taken care of. All right, no worries. Hey, this is, this is, you know, I can bless you. This is what I need. Like, I just need communication. I need this. Mm-hmm. How long do you need before you can pay me back? Okay, I'm fine. Da, 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 all that stuff, right? Um, <clears throat> you know, time comes to pay uh, to to make good on your word as a man. You're nowhere to be found. Hard to get in contact with you. What's going on? I have to pester you. I have to follow up. I have to, hey, what's going on? Are you good? Are you good? Da, da. Finally, finally. I get, you know, I get reimbursed for, for, um, you know, what I decided to give time goes by another issue comes up. You've already shown me right. How, uh, how, uh, I can expect this to play out when it comes, you know, time to ask for, um, you know, being blessed and just, you know, giving. Mm-hmm. So when you fix your mouth to ask again <clears throat> and I use past data, I am a very data driven individual. I use past data and trends to help make me uh, to help uh, formulate my thoughts on a future outcome and what decision Mm -hmm. I want to make. And I tell you, no. And then it's man, you's never there for me. How you going to act like that? Ah, 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 yes. The narcissist, Ah, you, you, you finally reared your head. Thank you. Right. Like, how could you do that? You know what I'm dealing with? Da, 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 da. Hey, I, you're absolutely right. I do know what you're dealing with. I also understand that you made some decisions that put you in that position where you're having to deal with what you're dealing with. I already extended my hand a while ago to bless you when you were in need. And you showed me how you valued our relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm using that information to make different decisions. Um, and my pops always told me, uh, when it comes to, especially when it comes to, you know, this topic specifically, you know what I mean? Like your, um, you know, your, your situation or your, you know, your emergency w- does not facilitate my, my guilt or necessitate me to be guilted into giving up my hard earned money, right? Like I can care for you. I can feel for you. I can want to bless you. Do all of those things, but I also have to make sure that I'm taking care of the folks that I'm responsible for, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, again, yeah, this one just like hits home just a little bit because I'm like, ah, oh, man, yeah, that was, I didn't have a name for it then. I just, I just peeped it and then proceeded to feed them with a long spoon until, you know, we no longer had a relationship, right? Um, because I was no longer beneficial to that, that individual, right? The, again, that just shows you the value of the relationship when I was not willing to give. Right. But hey, I'm here to talk, but I'm not going to give anything out of my own pocket, my own mouth. I no longer became value added um, mm-hmm. to the relationship. Um, and it just played out the way it played out. So now I know that person was a narcissist. Yeah. And, you know, this is all a learning process, too, you know, depending on where you're at and where you're at in your journey. And you may have come across personalities like this, maybe, um, thankfully, um, you haven't necessarily come across these type of personalities, but that's exactly why we're trying to point these things out and, and, and these characteristics and some things for you to look for. Uh, so you can start to pinpoint that. And again, I love that feeding with a long spoon. Uh, we'll talk in, 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 a, in another session about really how do you 
into more detail about how do you actually get somebody out of your inner circle and kind of get rid of that person. Um, not in a mean way, of course, but again, you, you, you have to recognize where you're at and how this person and this personality type is negatively affecting you. So we're going to get into the next one, which is the moaner. They just moan and groan all the time. And no matter how many ideas you come up with, um, positive thoughts you come up with, positive vibes, uh, they're always going to just shoot holes in everything you come up with. Now, there's there's nothing wrong with having somebody on your side that definitely helps you to see, you know, especially when you're a visionary and you're super positive and you're always seeing these great things that you want to do. There's nothing wrong with having somebody on your team and in your inner circle that's going to be able to to show you where some of the, the faults are or cracks and how you can potentially do things better or just possible obstacles and challenges you may be confronted with as you're looking to go down that path. But they're doing so because they're trying to help you and they, they want to see you succeed as opposed to like, not nah, ain't going to work. No, nah, that's not going to work. And it, it just consistently, you know, pointing out just different barriers to your own success. And it could be because maybe they're jealous. You know, they don't have that same drive or will uh, or they're not as as risk adverse as you are. So anytime you come up with these different ideas to them, it's like, you know, you got to move mountains in order to make that happen when that, you know, might not necessarily be the case. Yeah, you're going to have to put in some work. You're going to have to do some things. Again, you might have to take some calculated risk in order to to achieve that goal and see the success that you're you're trying to obtain. But it's possible, uh, especially when you're looking at other people in the sense of, you know, that it's possible because this person has done it. That person has done it. This person has done it. There's blueprints out there. And as long as I, I glean from those other people and put my own spin, my own flavor, my own person into it, then yeah, there's no reason why I should not be successful. So help me, give me ideas, give me some thoughts, whatever I had not thought about that I need to think about. Uh, but don't just always come as the moaner and groaner and, and always pointing out things that, won't work or barriers to the success but again not always come up with problems but you're not going to provide any type of solution yeah man that's just um that's a damper on creativity that's just uh yeah it's um and to your point like you do need you do need that balanced perspective like when you're trying to build out the ideal team you do need that balanced perspective that's going to be rooted in you know maybe some of the um the unanticipated you know um you know, pitfalls and things that you have to account for to figure out like, okay, this is things you'll have to solve for in order to get there. Right. In order to bring that to fruition, like that's fine. You need that type of feedback. Like, Hey, well, you know, you got to think about this. You got to think about this. You're going to have to solve for these things. I've seen it solved this way. You may want to figure out what works for you. That's not a moaner, right? Mm -hmm. A moaner is an individual who's just like, they're only rooted in like, that's, there's no way that that can work. Right, it's just not gonna work. Like, no, everybody, everybody's been trying to do that. Why are you gonna try and do that? Right? Like, what makes you think that you could be the like you can actually be successful? Right? Like those type of individuals that just always, um, like you said, find um, find fault in a plan with no intention at all of helping you think through or being a safe a safe space to think through meaningfully right think through meaningfully like how to actually solve for it and close mm -hmm. that gap um and so yeah man just a, those those type of individuals are definitely like a not for me you're just not going to um, be in my circle um or uh in my presence for long and this next type of individual um also falls into that bucket um and that is the vampire and um when we talk about the vampire the vampire is Basically, they're excellent at, like, sucking the very life mm. out of each and every positive idea that you have, mm. right? And um, after you get finished, like, breaking it down or, ex you know, expressing yourself or kind of sharing your ideas and then spending time trying to defend it and talk through it and dealing with their presence, like, they actually end up, like, draining you of your own positive energy, Right. And you end up leaving, like leaving the interaction, like, man, what hit me? Like, I was so excited. I was so amped up. I was so geared up for this idea, this thought, what I want to do. Right. Um, I have this momentum. I have this energy. Like I almost think of the, the, um, the vampire as like, you know, you got this momentum, like 
I'm heading out the gate. You know, I got you know um, gas pedal to the floor, and they pull the emergency brake. Yeah, you know, they're mm-hmm. the folks that's pulling the emergency brake, uh, and just like draining the momentum and stopping the flow, right? Um, and so um, these are definitely individuals that you just got to be um, mindful of. And and really, what I often find is that where they drain you the most is um, emotionally. Like they can just be emotional drains, right? Um, and it can, you know, it can take on a couple different forms. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's solely, you know, um, them shooting holes in the positive ideas you have, um, right? Because it, it may not necessarily be as direct as that, right? Like, hey, mm-hmm. I want to do this with my business. And I'm saying like, well, there's no, you're going to try and do that in this economy, in this market, and you got all this, this it may not be direct as that. It could be that, um, you know, the way they drain your positivity, your energy is by not giving you a space to uh, express yourself and trying to change the conversation towards their troubles, right? So if I'm approaching you to talk, hey, I'm, I really want to you know, get your perspective, your ear on this, like I'm trying to build, you know, build out this idea. I really think I'm on to something here. I think that this could be next for me. And they draw, they steer the, the conversation in the direction of like their own personal troubles. Like, yeah, 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 I hear you. But man, I'm just, I've been so drained lately, man. I went to the doctor and, you know, and now I don't know how I'm going to pay, pay rent and I got to deal with this. And I, and they keep steering the conversation towards their troubles. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and not giving you space to be able to express yourself and really show genuine concern about what's going on with you. Again, these individuals um, are vampires and just draining you of your momentum, draining you of your positivity, draining you of your drive. Um, and so you can't you can't succumb to it. You got to avoid the leeches. Yeah, for sure. And it's crazy. Like, you know, definitely observe how you feel. You know, after visiting with somebody who, who may have this type of personality, like if uh, like you Devon mentioned, if you're just emotionally exhausted, um, you just know as opposed to, you know, I finally got a chance to to face to face meet uh, Pastor Shav, right? And he was uh, our first guest on Mentor by Adversity in the first season. And like those are the type of conversations that you leave, like you feel energized, right? And, and, and you feel it's just a different energy that you have uh, where you know that you're in a conversation with somebody where the two of you have, have literally just elevated each other's energy uh, and, mm. and spirit. And, and if you know that feeling, then you should definitely be able to observe the opposite, which like, man, why am I feeling so so drained? Well, it's because literally that person was like just sucking the energy out of you. So just be observant to those things and, and definitely, you know, start to to navigate and make your decisions accordingly. No, well said, man. I like that actually. Um that's a really good point. Like if you can if you're discerning enough or um you know, tapped in enough to be able to like pick up on the vibrations, kind of the vibes of when energy mm-hmm. is resonating and you feel like, man, we're feeding off of each other, right? Like this is a productive conversation. And even from what I know about, um, you know, you chopping it up with Shav, right? Uh, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a cheerleader fest. It was literally, you know, you talking about the things that you guys have accomplished, where you where you guys feel like we're falling short maybe of some of our, our goals and then trying to figure out how to improve but because mm-hmm. it's so constructive, the fact that it's just constructive and it's supportive and you have a place to use somebody as a sounding board and get a different perspective, like that makes you energize. Like, man, I have the energy. I need to go and fix these things or to address these mm-hmm. things. Or I feel confident that, yeah, I do like that is an issue. and I need to fix it. Right. Um, <clears throat> so if you can recognize that, you absolutely have to be able to recognize when. You, it just feels like a one-sided uh, conversation, like you're a battery to this person and they're just taking you for everything you got. And then you leave mm-hmm. the interaction just like, man, I was, you know, after this, I had planned to go to the gym. I don't even want to go to the gym no more. Yeah, after this, I had planned sure. to go do some work. But I don't even want to do no work no more. Like After this, I had planned to, but I don't want to do that anymore, right? Those are the signs that you have to be able to look out for. Um, so I love the fact that you brought up that point. That's a really good way, a simple way to be able to start to identify those folks that may exist in your inner circle. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So we've just broken down six personality types again, that you should be aware of, of having in your inner circle last, but not least the person who is just super needy. Mm. Like, 
they just needy. They need stuff. They need your attention. Uh, if they don't get your attention, if they don't get what they're looking for, like, you know, then they start to whine, probably start to moan. Sure. You know, some of these personalities, you might find definitely more than one in a particular individual. Um, <laughs> like it, it's like they need your approval for for stuff and, and that need. It just it becomes exhausting. It becomes, again, draining as well um, because they just they just want your attention and. and you have to to be thoughtful of the times where you can provide attention. If this is somebody who who you know is, this could be a close friend, it could be even a family member, but somebody who you know who you love, that yeah, you want to be able to provide that attention. But it's it's important to set up barriers, um, and I don't know, barriers not the right word. Um, just making sure that there's there's an understanding of you know. If there's something that you need and there's something that you need to talk about, like these are going to be the best times, the best moments to be able to go through that and, and have those conversations. Uh, but if they're all about themselves and again, just always seeking your attention, but not really keeping you in mind and what you're ha what you have going on and things that you're trying to accomplish and things that you're trying to do, definitely be mindful of that person. Because, again, it can just uh, be a hindrance, as we said at the beginning, to your growth and your success and the things that you're trying to achieve. Yeah, absolutely. Um now, I love the fact that you called out like some of these personality types can exist in multiple like um, indiv or one individual can have multiple, uh, you know, mm -hmm. of these personality types or a combination of these. Right. You can have somebody yeah. who's the needy um, and then also um, the vampire, <laughs> you know, on top of that, too. Right. Uh, but, yeah, this is just somebody that regardless of you know what commitments that you may have or how transparent you may be about those commitments and being intentional about organizing, scheduling time, all that stuff, right? Like it's still not enough. Like the, they need to be plugged in, like be damned. Like I, I need attention from you all the time. What are you doing? Where are you at? Pay me attention. Mm -hmm. Let's talk. Let's have a conversation. Right. And really the, you know, what I've come to find, especially in my inner circle is like the healthiest, the healthy relationships, the ones that are worthy of being considered a part of that inner circle are individuals that, um, understand the value of uh, you uh, having the space you need in order to do what you need to do. And then also the value of when you guys are together and the time is spent together being present and plugged in, right? It's a balance of both, right? Like being able to plug in when you have the time together and then also saying, I can't monopolize your time because I know that you have these goals, aspirations, these things that you're working towards. And I want to make sure that there's room for that. I want to make sure that mm -hmm. there's room for you to be on top of your fitness, to be on top of your mental health, to be on top of your, your, your spirituality, to be on top of your work commitments, to be on top of your relationships with other individuals, to be on top of building your business and making sure that when it comes time for us, that we are present in the moment and on top of building this relationship together. So somebody who is needy uh, like that is, has no interest or concern about the other components, the other facets that may feed you. Um, and I think you'll, you'll ultimately find, um, especially for a couple of these personalities, um, they turn, they tend to be a huge drain because they prevent you from being able to properly sharpen your saw, which y'all know mm -hmm. we are very passionate about that. We've talked about it quite a bit. Um, on, um, you know, a few episodes and it's because it always comes back to that. Like in order to be the best caliber leader possible, you have to be whole, you have to be mm -hmm. sharp. You have to be, um, delivering in all areas and aspects of your life. There has to be balance there. And if it's not, you're going to fall short. You're not going to put your best product out there, um, for people that depend on you. Right. And so you just got to be mindful of that. Um, yeah, I see a lot of, uh, young, um, I would say, you know, young, younger folks, young leaders, um, you know, people that are still maturing. I won't even put an age on it, but just folks that are early in their maturation process that falsely equate needing like somebody being needy with um, it being a meaningful relationship. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, that's the furthest thing from the truth. Right. That's the furthest thing from the truth. Um, the most valuable relationships are ones where there's not a it's not built on. um a, a need, right? Like I need something from you, right? Um, and I'm demanding attention, but it's built on a want, a wanting, a desire 
to be there and to choose you and choose this relationship and choose this friendship and to nurture this friendship for no other reason other than I care for you. Like we built a relationship exactly. where I care for you. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, you know, people have situations where you know things have happened to them and. Uh, whether it's how they were raised or, you know, just situations coming up and yeah, they, they, they fall, they fall victim to feeling like they need somebody. And then sometimes we may find ourselves where we love or appreciate like fixing things and helping people so much that it's easy for people who are needy to kind of gravitate towards mm -hmm. us and then for us to kind of get suckered in to trying to provide and do everything that we can for this person, mm -hmm. not realizing the negative effects it's truly having on you. The word I was thinking about earlier was boundaries, not barriers, but boundaries. Mm -hmm. And just, you know, in that maturation process, learning to, to create boundaries with these different individuals. And again, I'll say it again, because I love what you said it is learning how to feed people with a longer spoon, right? And especially if this is somebody that, that you care about is, you know, how do I still not throw them out of my life, you know, but still keep them in my life, but also realize that there has to be a certain distance uh, because of that individual. And so hopefully maybe they continue to grow and mature and those things change about themselves. Um, I think it's also important you know, getting back to the example that you gave earlier um, about the situation, somebody, you know, needing to have situations and it needed to borrow money. Um, everybody, and this is probably for some of the, the younger folks that might be listening to, to our podcast or watching us on YouTube. Everybody's not going to be in your life like forever. Mm. There's people that come in your life for seasons mm. and that is okay. That is okay. And sometimes they may come back around mm -hmm. and that's okay too and it may come back around where you've grown and you've matured in a way that you know what i can i can handle and 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 navigate and deal with this situation and that personality type a little bit better or they've matured hopefully both of you have matured mm -hmm. and now the friendship is just even different it's much more valuable uh and it probably will never be the same which is not a bad thing but just recognizing that there's going to be people in your life that Again, they might be there now, but they're probably not going to be there forever. You know what I mean? And, and realizing, again, when you're looking at these these personality types that can even be family mm -hmm. and, and fall into some of these. Right. And mm -hmm. it's family. Like how you can't get rid of your family. Your family is your family. But it's also knowing that, you know what, I still need to, to again, to have those boundaries and set a particular distance, because I know that with the lane that I'm in, the things that I'm trying to do, the, the path that, that I'm trying to follow, that God is leading me, it's just not the same. Mm. It's just not the same. And, and in order for me to, to stay obedient to that and, and to do everything I can to be in line with him and honor him with the steps that I'm taking, um, sometimes you got to cut people off. Yep. Not even just feed them with a long spoon, but cut, cut them off. off. Um, yeah. And that's just part of life. And, and we said it you know, in, in some of the conversations we we're having before we hit record, that is also a part of being a leader. It's being able to discern those situations and make the tough decisions that the other people are not necessarily able to make. They're not built for those type of decisions. And sometimes you have to be the one in the relationship to say, you know what, this is kind of where we're at right now. And for you and for myself, like, you know, I, we just don't necessarily see it benefiting each other. You know what I mean? And, and not healthy. And, and emotionally healthy, mentally healthy, spiritually healthy, sometimes even physically healthy. If the way they eat or some of the things that they do, uh, all of those things can affect you. And, and it's okay. And it's, it's a sign of maturity to be able to understand that and communicate that. And again, set the proper boundaries so that even if you still have them in your life, but it's not causing a negative impact on you, the things that you're trying to do, your family, your goals, and the things that you're trying to be a good steward of. Yeah, man. No, I love that. I love that. Um, it reminds me of the saying that uh, everybody that came with you won't go with you. Right. Absolutely. Everybody that came Absolutely. with you won't go with you. And so, yeah, I think it's perfect, man. Like, I have nothing to add. I think that's a beautiful message for our listeners. Yeah, so we hope that uh, you found value, you know, from, again, listening to these seven personality types that you should really be aware of. Uh, if they're in your inner circle, learn how to navigate, deal, you know, feed them with that longer spoon or even get rid of them. And we'll be talking about that in another conversation coming up. Uh, but the ego, 
the fanboy or fangirl, the gossiper, the narcissist that is just completely all into themselves and think about nothing else but themselves. Love themselves so much they even talk about themselves in third person. Like, it's just crazy. Uh, the moaner, I think of like Eeyore. When I think about the moaner, just woe is me. Everything is always sad and down. And then the vampire is just trying to suck the life out of you. Uh, you don't even know what's happening until after the fact. And you just feel drained. And then the person who's just way too needy for what you're able to give. Um, be mindful of those seven personality types. Again, make the right decisions in 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 navigating those relationships because it is about, again, you putting yourself in the best possible place to have the right type of support that's going to uh, encourage, nurture, hold you accountable uh, and give you the things that um, you don't necessarily need, but are going to be helpful for you to continue to grow as a person, as an individual. And again, achieve the goals that you're trying to achieve. Um, so definitely, definitely. Uh, again, stay with us as we continue to move on uh, over the next uh, couple of weeks, because uh, this is really going to be. Uh, the series, if you've been rocking with us for some time, you know that we, we typically really, really like to dive into uh, a topic, not just for one episode, but really go through a series in a particular month. Um, so we just, again, went down to seven personality types. The next uh, episode is going to be why you should keep your inner circle small. Everybody can't ride with you. Everybody don't share the same vision. God gave that, that vision, that passion to you. He didn't give it to them. So there's reasons why you should keep that circle small. We're going to be talking about that as well. Um, so if you found value uh, from this conversation and this podcast episode, again, please feel free to like and give the uh, the podcast episode a review. If you're one of our viewers on, on YouTube, definitely like it. Leave a comment. We love to interact. Um, hey, your boys, we didn't hit a thousand subs on YouTube. So we have the community aspect on the YouTube channel as well. Legacy and Leadership Podcast. If you have not, uh, if you're one of our listeners and you're on YouTube as well, check us out there. Subscribe as well. Like. Uh, but we're definitely uh, looking to focus again on our Podbeam and YouTube community Um for the foreseeable future, but definitely we want to show you guys love because we appreciate the love that we've been getting uh, since the podcast started and especially over the last three or four months as well. Um, so until next time, uh, again, we thank you very much to our legacy leaders, entree leaders out there. Uh, we're focused on you, on serving you to the best of our abilities. Look for more to come. We appreciate you guys very much. And as always, God bless. Stay encouraged. Take care, y'all. Rage on that beat, going crazy. You have just listened to the Legacy and Leadership Podcast, hosted by Jimmy Gonzalez and Devon Watts. Thank you, and we hope that you live, lead, and leave a legacy worth remembering. Until next time.